I'm doing a little light comedy. See if I can be the first bitch not to go home on the mic. Definitely don't want to be that girl. Everybody know that every bitch that has done comedy on the variety show has went home. Your breath smells exactly like your ass. Ah! I know I'm taking a risk, but I am the TKB, and my head is in the game. But you just nobody wants to go home first. But I feel good about it. Whatever. <laughs> Mary, full disclosure, I am completely biased while watching All-Star 6 because I cannot, cannot think of Trinity ever in a bad light. I understand that this might be a problem moving forward with our podcast and some of our listeners that are expecting us to be fair. I am just saying at the outset that I will not be fair when discussing Trinity K. Bonet who I feel is the most talented drag queen to come through RuPaul's Drag Race franchise. Well, Marys, you heard it here first. <laughs> Unbiased, objective, fair. That, like the judging. Yes. <laughs> we are truly nonpartisan here at All Right, Mary. It's been consistent over the past five years, and we don't plan on changing anytime soon. Uh, but we're making this exception that indeed... Uh, yeah, that's a good disclaimer to start with, is that uh, Trinity K. Bonet is, is going to get special treatment, even if, uh, even if her stand-up act was more of a, sit down, sit down, sit down, shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, you know, her stand-up act was certainly a, a letdown, if you will. Mm, um, yeah. I, I, you know, God, I don't even know if it was the edit. Or or what? But you know how in season six Trinity was like, well, you know, if you got any tips, send them my way. Mm. I I nobody nobody gave her tips. Well, they tried, and then she's like, oh no, thank you. She was. I I kind of feel like they were trying to give her tips, and she was like, no, no, no. I feel really confident about this. This is going to be fine. It has never worked out from before, and uh, I'm going to be the one to change that. And I I mean, you got to kind of just say, well, all right, girl, you know. <laughs> all right, Mary. All right, Trinity. Yeah, all right, Trinity. The, the 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 they only showed two examples. Were there any others that they missed of people telling her not to do? Oh, oh, oh! Of stand up, um, yeah, performance uh, in the it, yes in the talent show, right? So the first talent show was uh, you know All Stars two, All Stars two, and I don't uh, think anyone did any stand up. Um, I don't think so either, unless you count some of those performances, but. Right, like uh, what was it? Um, <laughs> the the club tonight. What was her face? Fifi O'Hara. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I mean, listen. Yeah. I had a good laugh at Coco Montrese angrily dancing with a top hat and a and a little picture. Um, so oh, Coco, and I can't wait to talk about Coco yeah. this episode. Yeah, Coco uh, is here. unexpected. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, obviously they've had stand up challenges, which has had mixed reactions, but those also had live audiences which i think made a difference whereas this just had the judges well and the contestants oh that's true the contestants kind of play the audience yeah um well i think rue is the only one throwing any sympathy laughs at trinity for this uh, oh i know i know i was like that's really nice rue yeah very nice. that was very nice like, uh, rupaul can fake a laugh during schindler's list if he has to i think she probably could i i I was I was kind of charmed by the production team also being like, well, 
we'll add a little bit to this and we'll turn off the lights. Yeah, you know, we'll like, do a little production. It's all stars after right. all. These are all stars. It's all stars. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If it's not lollipops in the background, it's oh my gosh, know, some some lighting effects. Oh, or sure. what was the? Oh, it was they had Pandora's box in 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 letter lights or le- whatever that's called. <laughs> um. <laughs> Made from stars yep. for Jan. Yeah, yeah, the sets, the set designers. The set designers this episode really got really got a lot to work yeah, with. Yeah, man, uh, uh, they went they went out there with that budget. I was impressed. Yeah, they got that Paramount <laughs> Plus money. You know, there it is. Yeah, it's that Paramount. It's that Plus Paramount money. Plus money. Yes. Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, I gotta say, uh, you know, and I know I what I said at the beginning of this podcast. I mean, I can certainly say like, oh, Trinity did not do well in this comedy challenge. Um, objectively, right? I was watching this and I wa- I covered my face. Yeah, I was cringing. I was disappointed. I was like, I said to my friends, I said, if Trinity goes home first. I'm I'm gonna go home. Yeah, uh, I just needed to have a little bit of a tantrum. This is what I was worried about: my fave coming on to All Stars and not doing well, and not getting the praise that she deserves. That's kind of what I was worried about as well: is that Trinity was gonna come on and it was going to kind of essentially be what happened to Serena, where it was just like failure to launch, you know, and. You know, obviously, we've all seen the second episode, so we know that, you know, Trinity does at least keep herself safe and I think, you know, shows some positive sides to herself uh, in the second episode. But in this first one, I was like, shit, I could I could kind of see them maybe sending Trinity home first um, Mm. this season. Mm. I could see that happening. Maybe there's some even if it's just like morbid curiosity to keep Serena in the competition, you know? Oh God! Well, that was that was the thing. That's why I felt kind of okay after you know the results were. It was like okay, Serena or Trinity. The cast is definitely gonna pick Trinity. Um, I mean, I, I was surprised to hear the next episode who who Jara picked, but uh, I you know I, I'm very surprised actually. But I wasn't. I, I that checked out for me, and I feel like the rationale was there. Or at least Trinity's rationale made sense. And I guess we'll talk about it when we get to that episode. But certainly between Serena and Trinity, Trinity is certainly more competition. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Uh, there's no question. And you you felt bad for Serena. She got the worst edit. Oh, boy. Uh, like the worst edit, um, worse than Coco's, I think. I would say um, so. I mean, there was also just this kind of – this this quality this like oh you know you're on tv kind of energy that i just you know it was like i just needed the jello sure. to settle you know what i mean like I, you know who she reminded me of she reminded me of that moment when nasha lopez right before the doors open and she says bitches i'm back uh-huh. this like all right i'm i'm on uh-huh. um you know what uh-huh. i mean i'm waiting uh, i'm serena on. cha-cha yeah serena cha-cha it was always that okay i'm on i'm on now it was yes, uh, and it would it would be too on. Like even her entrance was so. It was like the joke wasn't landing. The oh 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 should I get that myself? It's like I don't even know what you're talking about, Serena. Like nobody's in on your joke, and yeah, they didn't do her any favors in the reading challenge. You yeah, know, I was, mean she didn't do herself any favors in the reading challenge as well. I mean I if we're led to believe that they edited these queens to look as best as possible and I feel like these days wow. with the reading oh, challenges yes. it's definitely with all stars but I feel like in general with the reading challenges I feel like they choose the best of the bunch 
uh, unless there's some like real turkeys. But I feel like they would have given her at least one good read if she had one. And um, I just oh, they couldn't. They just couldn't. They just couldn't. So um, it was. I, it was weird. I I have thoughts though on Serena being in the bottom. Okay. I mm-hmm. do you want to just jump right into I it? I think everyone has seen the episode, so we can be memento about this and just <laughs> jump all over the place. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, okay. So uh, just on the outset, I'll say this: um, there were so many lip syncs in this talent show. I, I get that. That's their talent. Mm. Um, they were all kind of lip syncing to their own music. Fine. Look how I she calls that. them lip syncs. You know, she doesn't call them songs. Lip syncs. I think that's a very well, accurate nuance. I'm just, I'm giving you credit. Okay. They're lip syncing to their own lip syncs. You know, their songs that they made. It's their platform. I understand. It's like, you might as well have this feature on the show. Totally get it. But uh, do you think that even got- like Jan was maybe was just singing to a backing track? You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like, do you think like some of them were like Eureka? What do you mean? Of course she was. Of course she was. Okay. What do you mean? Well, you're saying lip syncing. Like, yes. Like Eureka sounded like Imogene Heap. She was definitely. Oh, Mary, Mary. Oh, I, when we go through these, I'm going to talk about those little nuances for sure. They make a difference for me. Right. But all I'm saying is that if you look at Serena's number. Right, where she basically lip synced to her song and danced a little bit and then compared it to Jiggly. Jiggly also danced a little bit and lip synced to her own song, right? Mm-hmm. Pandora, you know, she lip synced to her own song. Yep. Um Akira danced and lip synced uh, to her own uh, song. Yes, Akira Akira as well. Mm-hmm. And so but I will say and um I don't think Ginger sung either. I think Ginger oh, also lip synced. Ginger also um, I and think same so. with Yara, but yeah. Yara is a very different story. But so I would put Serena's number at the same level as Akira's and Jiggly's. Akira obviously had like more movement, whatever. Serena had these wigs, this wig prop that she never really used. Mm. Um, yeah, well, there was baby powder at some point that I don't know if it was yeah, coming there was or baby going. Powder. Yeah. Something was like it was like uh, spraying up behind the wig. She almost knocked one of the wigs over at the start. Which oh, I, I like, thought Ooh. I thought that was her. I thought they were supposed to be like. Um, I don't know if you saw in the in the Heights movie, but when the the little heads in the salon turn well, during oh, the song, yeah. I thought it was supposed she was supposed to be like, look, the heads are interacting with me, but maybe she did just oh, knock it over. No. She, yeah, she, I think she almost knocked it yeah. over. But anyway, I I could easily have seen Jiggly be in the bottom or Akira be in the bottom here. Yeah. Um, if 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 we're just judging this alone, um, Serena's wasn't that different. Well, yeah. I mean, I I agree with you. I think that is kind of an overall about this this talent show. It's funny that we had the talent show in Drag Race Down Under, and it was like, um, is this what you guys call a talent show? I don't know if you guys have seen like a U.S. Drag Race, and then it's just like it's monotonous, you know. Like I'll give Drag Race Down Under that. At least each of them was distinctly different. Whereas this one, uh, you know, I was taking my notes. I was like, dance to her own song, dance to her mm-hmm. own song. Um, mm-hmm. But I think I wonder if it's a difference between talent versus entertainment, because I think I think you make a good point about Serena. I think to use a couple other examples, I feel like Jan displayed a lot of talent, but I wasn't as entertained as I was by 
Yara or Yada, I should probably be pronouncing, but you know, I I don't I've never said anything correctly. Yara, I'm just gonna say Yara, say Yara so that I'm consistently yeah. in, incorrect. Um, whereas Yara, I wouldn't say that that was like took the same level of like talent and skill as Jan, but it was so much more entertaining. You know what I mean? She was just jiggling boobs, whereas Jan was like hitting high notes. But correct, who, yeah, no, absolutely. But who absolutely. like but put Jan, on more of a show? You know. Yeah, and I would say that Jan, I mean, Jan was, uh, uh, granted, this is television, there's so much smoke and mirrors, and I have a lot to say about that for the other ones with microphones, but, you know, if you notice, some of them had microphones and some of them didn't. When they didn't have a microphone, you knew they were undoubtedly lip syncing, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. The thing is, with when you're holding a microphone, you can still be singing along to yourself, so you don't have to hit everything. But Jan was, I, I know, like, there's no question. Jan definitely sung that song. She definitely sung that song, and we heard her singing live to her own track. So you weren't you weren't counting her among queens lip-syncing to their own songs. I see. Okay. No. I mean. Absolutely I, not. I think the over. Andrew Barrett Cox wrote that song for her. I, you know, I don't know. I, I, I appreciated Jan's talent. I thought it was a great way to start. I hear you, though. It wasn't as. First of all, when it ended, I was like, that was it. Um, and so it, for me, it was like, okay, it was great. And she's very talented, a high safe. Mary's, do you realize, I mean, this is fully, I'm fully realizing here, this unprecedented event. We have both <laughs> Trinity Capone and Jan, queens that have, you know, this is... Mary's who know Jan is a very popular name on this podcast. She is, the, <laughs> she is the new take a drink every time we talk about. Uh, mm. She she takes the the rain from Alexis Michelle. So this is going to be a real challenge this season because you know you love Trinity, you love Jan. What's going to happen when the two of them are inevitably pitted against each other? How do you choose? It's that's that's not going to happen. But uh, Jan is. Um, I I like Jan. Uh, I, I'm a huge fan of Jan. I think she's super talented. And I, I've said I said this on our Meet the Queens episode. I think it's still too soon for Jan to come on. And I think it's a great idea for her and her career. Keep it going. Redeem yourself. You know, sell more music. I think that's super smart. But I will say, like, in, if we're looking at a Jan versus, you know, uh, a Ginger, a Trinity, even a, a Raja, a Sonique, a Kylie, like... Like Jan doesn't really, Jan will go home soon. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, maybe not soon. I feel like she'll get to snatch game at least. But, um, you know, Jan, I'm not rooting for Jan, but I'm rooting for Jan. You know what I mean? Sure, you're not rooting against her, but she's not. No, I'm not. She's certainly not the queen. You have two Barbies up at home. She's not. Correct. Yeah, I. Correct. Okay. All right. Just you know, for Marys who were with us for our season twelve journey, I feel like this update on where we stand on Jan is uh, is important. So, um, yeah. Uh, the other one that sung was it was Kylie. Kylie sung a song about herself. Um, you know, it is questionable. Was she singing? I think she was. Um, and she looked so good. I thought the song was really good. Uh, you know, it was entertaining. It was very Jessica Rabbit. Yeah, I found that she was another example of like, okay, it's another queen doing a song about herself. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it it's shocking to me that Michelle at one point says to Raja O'Hara, I've seen this before. I'm like, you've seen something before. I just saw the same thing six times. But uh, I would say that uh, Carly Sonique love Hewitt, Michelle Geller. 
was an example of the entertainment value. I was more, she had more stage presence or more kind of, I don't mm-hmm. know, I was more taken by her performance and those fabulous boobies than maybe some of the other queens performing their own songs. Well, let's talk about Eureka then, because Eureka was, that one was the strangest one for me, only because she lip synced to a ballad that was highly auto-tuned, right? So mm, you're, mm-hmm. so uh, Eureka, what was your talent? Your talent is uh, a light show. Her talent was, right, was that she had lights on, yeah. her, on her dress. I, I, you know, and I'm not saying that the song wasn't heartfelt and really from a lovely place, but like Eureka girl, you're lip syncing to a ballad. You should have sung that live, but you couldn't. And we all know you couldn't because even your track was auto-tuned. So what was the talent, dear? I, I, I feel bad. <laughs> wow. Because let me tell you, let me tell you, Eureka kills it next episode. But in terms of this talent show, it's like, Eureka, this was beautiful to watch. You know, it was beautiful to watch. It was heartfelt. I didn't understand necessarily the meaning of the song and how it related to her mother, but I'm sure I could ask her and she would tell me, and that's great. But I, she stood there and there was lights on her. Yeah, it was it was a bit of a like Joan Crawford and Mommy Dearest lighting, or really Joan or uh, Faye Dunaway and Mommy Dearest, but really Joan Crawford and anything lighting. It was just or uh, Angelica Houston and Adam's Family. It was just lights across the eyes. Uh, mm. And then, yeah, this projection show on her dress. And I don't know if I – I know there was a dedication to her mother at the end, which was lovely. Uh, you know, this is, I think, true for a lot of these Queen songs is, you know, th- this didn't have kind of the same message. A lot of the other songs are really kind of like, you know, just Queens talking themselves up. And I, th- those kind of lyrics, those kind of songs put me to sleep. I'm just like, oh, God, I do not need to hear about how fierce you are anymore. Like, show, don't tell, sweetheart, you know? You know, like, oh, I'm the baddest bitch in the game. I'm like, get in line. It goes around the corner of Queens who are saying they're the baddest bitch. So um, with Eureka's, though, I was like, okay, this is more of like a heartfelt thing. But like... I mean, I wanted to be positive about Eureka from the start because I was so negative about her during season 10. But, you know, facts are facts, America, and we can grow from here. I do not, I cannot think of a more generic lyric than stand up, come together. Like, don't, mm. like, I, like, you know, it's like that, like, um, don't put a rainbow on it and call it gay. You know what I mean? Like, Bank of oh, America. Right. Yeah. Like, it just feels yeah. like sort of like um, gay pride buzzwords. We have to come together. We have to stand up. What does that, what, what, what the fuck does that mean? You know, um, it's like uh, RuPaul's song from what was it? All Star Six, like come together. We are a family from the finale. Oh, you remember that? I, I, I unfortunately vaguely. Yeah, I just I just need, you know, someone needs to kind of spruce up the lyrics a little bit. That's all. Um, yeah. That's all. Yeah, it, it contrived, right? Yeah, and, and that's fine. And you know what? She looked gorgeous. She looked gorgeous. And, yeah. And 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 it's a. I'm sure it was a very heartfelt moment. And it's like, okay, great. I'm I'm glad that she got to honor her mom in that way. I think that's important. And we can also be honest about the about you know the product. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm not I, I'm not a monster here. Yeah. I said I felt, you know, that's all. Yeah, I said I felt. I do think that Eureka is getting a great edit so far in the first two episodes mm-hmm. and um I could see her uh, you know, killing it. But I agree. Um 
Ginger, you know, speaking of a queen that sung a ballad, Ginger on her first All-Star season sung a ballad, but she sung it live. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I think she was safe. Uh, you know, her her money note was like a B flat and it was like, OK, um, it's it's always my problem with with baritones. Um, I love baritones and their money notes aren't money notes uh, that that that, you know, that that the, that they should be and is, is money note at the essentially a variation of a beat drop no a money note is like uh let me give you an example okay so um the power of love celine dion when she sings the power of love mm-hmm. you know it's like that like big that the big honking moment the you know and they yeah and they call it a money note because Usually, if you have that note, that's what you're paid to sing. So, like Pavarotti, uh-huh. they want to hear him sing the high B flat or the C, right? If you are a you know a coloratura, they want to hear the high G, right? Like they, you know, it's mm-hmm. that's why it's called the money note, and that's what you paid for. So uh, you have to hit that money note. And uh, I just remember from All Stars, what was it, three? Um, that Ginger's money note, it was, you know. It was her money note because that's in her range, but it's not a money note. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's yeah. not the wow, but it gets that treatment in the song, and it's like, no, no, no. Yeah, I, yeah, totally. It's it's just kind of like, uh, you know, I think I just got ripped off. Yeah. Well, yeah, and uh, there's – oh, God, I don't want to talk about that anymore. But <laughs> I don't want to talk about it anymore. I understand. I understand what a money note is. I'm just, <laughs> okay, I, okay. I'm just not having a technical conversation about it. Yeah. yeah. No, we're not. We're not because I don't want to be that girl even though I am her. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, live your truth. It's Gay Pride. It is currently Gay Pride Sunday in New York as we're recording oh. this. And I am Amy Adams in The Woman in the Window. <laughs> I am wearing pa- sure. wearing pajamas and uh, not going outside. I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous. We're not opening up until Wednesday. It's, yeah, I, I don't even want to talk about it. I can't believe it. But um, yeah, uh, anyway, it's 115 degrees today. Yeah, anyway, why so would you want to be outside? Portland, yeah. it's funny. Like I went out yesterday for dinner and like places were closed due to heat. I'm like, really? They'll find any oh, the reason. City can't, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they'll find any reason to not work in this. City. Right. Um, so, uh, okay, so, Ginger, I thought this was a really cute song, but my favorite part was when RuPaul lip synced to the yeah, song. Yeah, that was cute. That was cute. I, it was a cute song. Like, it was definitely like, this is just about gummy bears, isn't it? Like, this isn't any deeper. <laughs> this is really, like, this is, this is as and I say this with love, as dumb as it's supposed to, as it is, right? It's catchy. Well, the I, verses, the verses were. Oh, um, yeah, it, it was campy. There was, they, they were. Um, there was a, a, a double entendre. Yeah, I mean, dumb in the sort of like, oh my god, that's so stupid kind of way. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Right, um, right, right, right. Yeah, it was. It was a fun song, and I don't need it to I liked be. It. I don't need it to be any deeper. I'm not looking for Fiona Apple when I listen to Ginger Minj. You know, she looked so cute. Um, I did think that the, you know. Shame on you, production. Uh, those sad little confetti cannons that popped off two a little too, too late. late. <laughs> Just a little too late. Yeah. And it made it like so much more pathetic, right? Yeah. It was it was like, oh, don't even bother. Yeah. <laughs> it was like she was halfway off the stage. It was like poof, poof. <laughs> wasn't even at the same time. Uh, oh God. It's one of those moments where, you know. Uh, the song ends and the audience doesn't know that it ended. And then there's that awkward pause. Right. And then one clap and then, oh, yeah, it's oh, over. Oh, I guess we right. should clap. <laughs> yeah. 
Was it done? Okay. Oh, you're done? Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was that kind of awkward moment. Um, but Ginger was fine. Um, I I have to I have to say, Scarlet Envy. Scarlet Envy should have been in the top. You know, I was just so goddamn grateful it wasn't another song. Uh, I <laughs> I was like, oh, thank God. I don't care what any of you have to say about yourselves. Like, you show me, Valerie. You show me. You show me. And uh, she, she definitely, and I can't wait to talk about Pandora Box, because Pandora Box is getting... A, a kind of a rigor Morris edit, uh, the the positive way because Scarlet should have replaced it, Pandora in the top. Oh, I oh, so you you think that Pandora being in the top three was well ridiculous? I guess would be the word. <laughs> Ridiculous. It was silly string. Yes, 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 exactly. Are they silly stringing her along in this competition? Mary, yeah, don't don't promise me with a good time and then give me nothing. Um, she. She was okay. We could talk about Pandora. Yeah, I think so we're Pandora there. was yeah. was it was very entertaining. She was funny, and it wasn't like Alyssa Edwards entertaining. You know, I enjoyed it. I actually had a good time with it. I felt like it was um, there was some of those Ben de la Creme qualities where it was like instead if when there's a dance break and she's just doing like you know. Uh, the mashed potato, you know, or she's doing the hand jive and there were like mm. faces and it was kind of, you know, I, I appreciated that there was a, a tongue in cheek quality where it was like, I am not a singer and this is me doing a song about, you know, not being a singer. It, it's funny. There's a quality about all of this, about Pandora, about this song, about the style of song, the style of performance that I just kept thinking, oh, this is old school drag race. Not old school drag, but probably old school drag as well, but old school drag race. Like this, she would do a very, and I, that sounds like a like a read, but like she, I feel like this just, it. whereas, I don't know, someone like Akiria feels like new school drag race. If you come out and you have a, you know, a, a big beat song that you, you know, uh, quote unquote sing on um and then you dance to it whereas i felt like pandora was giving me this kind of like you know sort of burlesque kind of act uh that i don't know i pre again i guess i appreciated that it was different you know i i thought she was fine i think what saved her was the silly string at the end i think i was like oh great something oh i love the silly um, string happened here yeah. yeah it was fine um but she shouldn't have been in the top scarlet should have been in the top if if, if raja was in the top Scarlet should have been in the top also, right? I, I just think Scarlet did something different. It was funny. It was sexy. Granted, yeah, it was bubbles, but like she did something with the bubbles. She made a story out of it. I thought, you know, it was burlesque. I thought she looked gorgeous. And I, I yeah, the, the that that funny moment with the bouncing bubbles and the boom kind of sound effect was great. I think Scarlet, I think it was about like Scarlet doing the bubble act versus the bubble act. You know what I mean? I think it was who it was her being the woman doing the bubble act, which I, I really loved. I felt like it was, um, you know, there was kind of there was there was sort of a character that she was playing at the same time. Uh, I really like Scarlet. I'm very excited about Scarlet this season. I think that she um, certainly when we talk about the next episode, I think that's another example of Scarlet oh should have been in the top. Uh, Scarlet, uh, that's I'm worried because two episodes Scarlet should have been in the top. Does that make sense? Like it's like oh, yeah. they're telling us why they cast her because if Pandora was in the top for this episode, I just Mary, what, she should have done the stand up. 
she should have done the impressions. Like, I I thought that was a missed opportunity for Pandora to be like, nope, I'm fucking here. I'm the funny one. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it's it it's a big cast this season. I feel like it's so early on. I mean, for example, like Pandora is put in the top three this episode, and then next episode she has zero talking heads. Um, mm. and is not featured really in the episode at all, except when they have to, you know? So it's like, I just think it's too inconsistent right now of like, what, like, cause I'm also like, well, what's going on with Akira? You know, do they know what to do with Akira yet? You know what I mean? Like, I think there's, mm-hmm. there's a lot of Queens in the room and a lot of big personalities. And I think it's this thing that happens sometimes with these seasons where it's like, we got to deal with Jiggly first. You know, we got to get Serena out of here first. We got to get Trinity figured out first. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's, mm-hmm. there's so many Queens that become, you know, act two Queens, you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That could definitely be it. And I think they're painting a picture of Pandora versus Scarlet by putting Pandora in the top early. That's all. I, That's all. I'm curious. So, what's gonna... Scarlet should have deserved praise. There's probably multiple reasons why they made that decision because it's like, I don't think the talent show tops and bottoms were fully decided based on like, oh, this was the most talented or least talented performance. You know what I mean? Like, I think there had to be some other reason. I wonder if putting pan like for example, just to you know imagine you know rationale. Pandora is a queen who hasn't been back for a while, and there's some like anticipation of oh, welcome back. Like maybe that makes for more a more interesting segment than like, oh, Scarlett, you're back. We saw you two years ago. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So maybe that's why. Whereas it didn't make a difference in the competition, but for the episode, maybe that was the more interesting conversation, you know? Fair. And it wasn't that interesting. Um, Raja, I thought, was great. Best supporting actress, Ross Matthews, with the timer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Raja, for me... I, I don't want to say, well, I mean, she didn't win the, the, the challenge, but I think that she uh, succeeded when she asked Ross the time and he said 40 seconds left. And she said, amazing. And there was just like <laughs> where she brought like that into it. And I thought, oh, Raja O'Hara is doing it like she is. Raja should have won. Raja should have won this episode. Uh, I'm just going to say that out loud because I think it's important um, just to have opinions um, and not sugarcoat anything. I think Raja should have won. Raja was so entertaining. I was nervous. I was excited. I was surprised. Yara, I have so much more to say about Yara's performance, but I think Raja did entertainment and talent. Yeah, absolutely. I think that she... uh... I think she put on a a full show. I think there was like actual suspense. I actually was like, you know, there the whole gimmick of, okay, we have 30 of of 60 seconds was like, okay, well I'm paying attention. Whereas, you know, for some of these other Queens, it was like either like, Oh, you're done already. Or like, Oh man, this is still going on. You know, like Mm. I gotta say, you know, on both watches, I definitely like, there were a lot of these Queens. I kind of looked, I wasn't, they didn't have my attention the full time, you know? Who who who's went on too long? You know, I I think that Jigglies didn't really grab me. I I, mm-hmm. I don't know why it just didn't feel. She didn't do anything. Yeah, she looked gorgeous. She looked great. My God, yeah, Jiggly, like just knows how to pull together a look, mm-hmm. but she just didn't really do much. Yeah, it just wasn't like a full thing. And obviously, I think that I think Silky with her gospel brunch moment, uh, kind of. You know, oh, kind of felt. Silky was 
Silky was Mrs. Ganache in the music room. Yes, Mary. she was. She's like, all right, we're gonna just we're gonna warm up the pipes, but we're not gonna take it home. No money shots here, you know. <laughs> money notes. Money notes, or <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I didn't come either, so there were no money shots either. I uh, I think it, it's funny because she was at that piano and it was obvious that it was a keyboard with like a set. I was wondering if that's what it was because I feel like there it's a lot of work to move a piano and retune it. Well, and all they that. can't mic it. Yeah, exactly, and they can't mic it properly. So uh, they had to. It was a plug-in electric, and that also kind of dwarfed it. Dwarfed the piano when she was in front of it, right? Because she. Is she a big girl? Um, she is. She's a big girl. Big girl. She um, uh, and there was, there, I don't know. I can't, uh, Silky, Mary, I am, I, uh, people are going to write in and, and stop listening because I have positive things to say about um, Mrs. Ganache, but I don't know. I am charmed the fuck out of Silky this and next episode. And I granted, I don't think she's going to stick around very long um, because I don't think she's giving the show what the show wanted from her because she's just being this, this, you know, little mallard duck in the room. Um, I just, I, her wigs. Um, I, I, I mean, her, she's so cute. her, her talking head, like the wig and the hat. She looks like when Gertie put E.T. in drag, you know, <laughs> 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 Mary, Mary, uh, it's uh, she is. I don't know. I think she's adorable. I I, I enjoyed her shirt um, in the workroom. Um, oh yeah, straight out of shape. Was, yeah, that was cute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> straight out of shape. Uh, but bitch, I'm trying. Um, I I just think she is giving me this lovely energy. And yeah, she would be the music teacher this season. Um, I will say, like the. Even though she had some really nice chords in her piano playing, um, it was very, I don't know if it was lack of pedal or what. There just wasn't a lot of presence in the song. And it was very kind of like, you know, fifth grade recital energy mm -hmm. that I also found adorable. Like she showed a talent and uh, I, I think it, it just kind of missed. Yeah. I mean, it's just like this is, you know. This is all stars, you know, like this isn't, you know, uh, this isn't Good Friday. You know, this isn't uh, this is the steak and eggs brunch at the, you know, at Luella's Cafe. I'm sorry. No, like, it isn't. Yeah. Um, but no, I got to say, Silky, I thought I, if, if Silky promised to do this during a show or play piano or sing something during the show, of course, I'd come see her do it. I think she's got that talent. I think if she if she took I, I think if that little light of hers was a little bit brighter I think because this little light of mine that's a bop mama that is I I think that she could have given us a show with that song and I think it's public yeah, domain it didn't go anywhere so, you're right you're right it did not go anywhere yeah. it should have gone a little faster yeah uh, I think of Karina Karina that great scene do you know I still haven't seen, seen that movie, not right? yet oh fuck you I know fuck you. Not yet, but uh, now that I'm semi-retired, uh, I might put it on my schedule. Um, good for you. No, uh, this yeah, no, this little line of mine. It I thought she was gonna bring us there, um, and then did not. Yeah, I was a little disappointed. So, um, we have to talk about Yara because Yara won. Yes, she did. Yara was literally jiggly caliente in this challenge. Uh, she she jiggled them titties. Was what she did. 
Mary, I, I could not stop saying, I could not stop quoting RuPaul from Down Under looking at Coco Jumbo during a mini challenge and saying, Jiggle them titties, bitch! Yeah. It was, I, 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 I could not stop laughing. Also laughing at RuPaul losing her shit. I mean, this was... RuPaul could not control herself. This is RuPaul's humor. Yeah. Ru, this is where RuPaul wants her shows to go and and Yara did it. It was absurdist, it was campy, it was bigger than life, it was high energy and it didn't it didn't let up. The boobs got so long at one point. It was great. I just <laughs> it was so good. I I think that like yeah, I agree. I think this is like exactly what Ru wants. This is exactly what makes RuPaul laugh at the end of the day. He just keeps dropping those breadcrumbs, you know, those chicken nuggets. Make me fucking laugh. Make me fucking laugh. Make me fucking laugh. And, Make me fucking and laugh. that was, yeah. I mean, and you think about it, right? It's like, really, in terms of these talent shows and whatnot, like, playing it seriously, doing what Eureka did, doing what, what Ginger did yeah, on All Stars no. 2, it never, it, it, no. it, it doesn't ever pay off, you know? Um, this is the kind of shit that pays off, and I feel right. like... Scarlet, uh, what was, uh, Shock, uh, Lecture Shock. Lecture Shock. Didn't, Great. She should have made modern dance funny, yeah. but she didn't. Mm-hmm. It was too precious. It was, it was, it was way too... Uh, serious, yeah, um, and yeah, Yara just uh, to the bitter end. I think RuPaul's favorite part was when she said, "Give the queen a fucking doll." Yeah, yeah, she. It was just the 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 sheer stupidity of it all and the commitment to it that I think was you know was so entertaining. But when you really think about it, it's like you know this is not about this is not an audition. And I think that was where you know some of these other ones. It was like. I felt like in some ways a lot of these queens were like, well, this is my chance to kind of, you know, uh, you know, I don't know, preview my new single to a bunch of people watching this TV show. Whereas I think Yara was like, yeah, I'm just going to put these boobs on and shake the shit out of them, you know? Shake the shit out of it. Sorry, that's center stage. So um, I <laughs> will Debbie say Monk? about Yara's song. Uh, no, not Debbie Monk. Uh, no, this was the, the dance teacher in uh, – one of those like Broadway dance studios. Oh, sure. Um, she says, dance the shit out of it. And then they put on this like upbeat version of uh, the Stevie Wonder song. Ugh, um, barfing. So <laughs> Yara's song, though, is a song you put on to, you know, at, at 2 a.m. In, in the bar. And yeah. And, and the girls kind of go for it. Right. I like don't even remember the song. I was just like. Uh, you know, I I don't know what the it's not dickmatized. It's jiggle them titties, was jiggle them titties, jiggle them titties. Titmatized, like what's the word for this? Am I uh, breastmatized? <laughs> that sounds more like metastasized. I don't know. In any event, I was so fast. I was so fixated on the boobs. I didn't hear the music. RuPaul loves like big bouncing breasts. We've seen them in uh, the mini challenges. Um, RuPaul always joked about Michelle's boobs, uh-huh. like. Like, that is a big part of RuPaul's aesthetic. So this doesn't surprise me that Yara won over someone like Araja, right? Because it was between, who was it? It was Pandora. Ugh, I, I still, like, how is Pandora in the top? I love Pandora. I do. I'm rooting for Pandora. And I'm, I don't think Pandora is is doing the show yet. But um, Raja and, uh, she won over Raja. And mm-hmm. that makes total sense to me. 
Yeah, I think at the end of the day, if it comes again back down to talent versus entertainment, Yara was entertaining. Well, if ever there was a time to talk about therapy. And I do love to talk about therapy. I honestly don't know anyone who wouldn't benefit from it these days, myself included. I couldn't agree more, Mary, and it's super accessible now thanks to BetterHelp. That's H-E-L-P. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed professional therapist safely and privately. You can be matched with someone within 24 hours. And with phone or video sessions available, scheduling a session is as easy as ordering a lovely cheese pizza just for me. And much like Selena, I love pizza. I also love that you can send a message to your counselor basically at any time and actually get a response. And if you want to change counselors, no problem. It's both free and easy. BetterHelp is available worldwide, and their counselors are licensed and trained in everything from depression and anxiety to grief, relationships, sleep, self-esteem, and more. There are so many people using BetterHelp right now. They've recruited more counselors in all 50 states. It's more affordable than traditional in-person talk therapy, and there's even financial aid available if you need. Marys, if you're interested in trying BetterHelp, get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash allrightmary. That's H-E-L-P. That's right. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. That's betterhelp.com slash allrightmary, and that's H-E-L-P. All right, Mary. You know, we conveniently skipped right over the Miss Piggy uh, hosted reading challenge. What were your feelings on yes. that moment? Uh, you know, I, I've been wanting Miss Piggy to be on for a while, but really I think I wanted like a Snatch Game character of Miss Piggy. I thought she would be a great Snatch Game character. Um, I'm, I was happy she was there. I wish she was there in person. I think it would have been more... Um, interesting. I, I, I also wonder if Disney didn't want to go too far with with Miss Piggy because Miss Piggy totally could have done a true reading challenge in like a Sesame Street type of way with RuPaul in the workroom. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, she's not Disney um, though, right? This I don't remember. Disney owns Muppets. They do. They own everything. Yes. Yeah. Next, they own everything. Next, you're gonna tell me they own they own Aquafina. You're going to tell me they own Chick-fil-A? You're going to tell me they own Leg Avenue? What do they not own? Leg Avenue. Name one thing so, Disney doesn't own. I was disappointed that Miss Piggy was answer. on the TV. Mm-hmm. I think Miss Piggy is uh, was uh, it was fine. I think the energy would have been different if it wasn't so scripted via Disney. Miss Piggy really is a lady bunny, and I think it would have been hilarious if Ma- Miss Piggy was a pig you know what i mean like a pig in a wig you know what i mean like really yeah. just like pigging out i think it's like it would be I, I i love the idea i love the idea of miss piggy being a real fucking pig i yeah um in the work in the work you know, room like, like <laughs> i love the concept of it i feel like it's I feel like there's probably some reason Miss Piggy is a. It's not like it's not like she's you know she's got all these. It's not like she's booked. She's not share. You know, it's a puppet. She's got a hand up her ass. We could all do an interview with a hand up our ass. You know, uh, but I I imagine there's some tie in. I feel like Paramount Plus. You know, with like the whole dragging the classics with the drag Drag Race girls in a Brady Bunch episode. Do you know about this? 
No. Oh, well, you know, ruin your lunch later and read about it. But I feel like that's I, – I wonder. I wonder if Miss Piggy is on this – First episode of Drag Race All-Stars premiering on Paramount Plus because there's some other Muppets thing happening that they don't want to associate with Miss Piggy, you know, making poppers jokes in the workroom, you know? I see. Right. Like, yeah. No, it it, it was a missed opportunity. Um, I Even the bit that RuPaul did with Miss Piggy at the start of the runway, I was like, ah, this is almost there. Yeah. It's almost there and it's not quite even Joan Rivers and Miss Piggy. Well and oh god, no. I it it I I'm sure not being in person was part of it. It was also just like a weird I don't know. I a part of me was wondering. I was like is 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 this a like a slight jump the shark kind of choice, you know what I mean? Like maybe just kind of like hop the salmon, you know what I mean? Maybe not a full jump the shark where it's just like, "Ooh, wow. Remember when Drag Race had like a um, a striptease challenge and pole dancing challenge, and now they have a Muppet on. You know, it's um, it's like when Project Runway had Marge Simpson on as a as a guest judge, right. inspiring the runway. It was like, huh, okay. Uh, I don't know. It was just a weird. It was a weird. Uh, it was a weird moment in Drag Race history. I thought it. I was excited when it happened, and then it didn't give me what I wanted, and that's okay. It's okay. I still got Miss Piggy on Drag Race. Fine. Icon. Sure. Drag. Absolutely. Give it to me. Uh, that synchronized swimming see, uh, scene will forever go down as one of the campiest things I've ever seen um, from uh, The Great Muppet Caper. Like, if you want to know Miss Piggy at her best and laugh out loud and you want to see Johnny, one of Johnny's aesthetics, watch that scene from The Great Muppet Caper. That scene is phenomenal. <laughs> Folks... You know what to do. It's gay pride. I don't know what this is. That's a great way to celebrate gay pride is Miss Biggie synchronized swimming in the great Muppet caper. Oh, so good with uh, Victor Garber. I, not Victor Garber. Who's the other one? That uh, The dad from Beethoven. Oh, uh, God, he just died. Charles Grodin. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He's in it. And he's he's campy. Oh, it's so good. Happiness, Miss Biggie. It's really good. Um, the reading challenge we didn't really talk about. There were some great reads. Uh, and they came from obviously Ginger. Ginger was hilarious. I'm so happy Ginger's on this season. Yeah, I'm really enjoying Ginger. I feel like especially this first episode, I'm also kind of like Ginger in and Ginger out of drag. I just see Aunt Peg and Uncle Lou. You know, mm. they're like an aunt and uncle who like have a they have an old Winnebago. They drive around the country a lot. They're coming for a visit, yeah. you know. They do favors for people. Uh -huh. and, you know, they, so they don't mention they it. They love yeah. to go to the Grand Canyon. You're like, "Oh my god, how many times can two people go to the Grand Canyon?" They love it. Yeah, she, she feels like she's going to be um, – like she's so good at this. Oh, I feel like yeah. she's like, all right, I know what I'm going to do. I know how to do this. Um, I, that's the kind of energy I'm getting from Ginger. Um, and that the, – the read about uh, – was it Jiggly? Oh, she was in such a hurry to get here. She oh, put her silky, ass on yeah. backwards mm -hmm. today. <laughs> Was, well, she's got this, like, great, like, Don Rickles kind of delivery where it just, like, the delivery elevates all of the jokes. And I, I think she's I think she's kind of so far doing everything you're supposed to kind of do in All-Stars. She, uh, she was strong in the talent show. 
and and did one of her own songs. So she kind of did the PR for one of her own songs, which she was then able to release. You know, when the episode came out, she's got Correct. great talking heads. She's got great interactions in the workroom. She's been a part of dramatic she, moments. Yeah. She's been a part of mm-hmm. funny moments. She's had right. You know, she had certainly a memorable en- entrance look. Like she and she, I think she had said in an interview, like, yeah, it was supposed to be really ugly. Like that's the that was the whole point. So like, yeah, you know, like it or hate it, you remember it. Um, I mean, I think to me, Ginger is unless they pull a Manila. I she to me is the one I most expect to see at the in the finale. Yeah, she had the friendship with Jiggly. Uh-huh. I, yeah, she 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 did this first episode really really well. Yeah, if we're talking about memorable entrances, um, obviously Trini K. Bonet, love it. Um, just the fact that she entered, sure. Just, just my unbiased opinion. Yeah, um, fully objective. But I have to say. <laughs> For so many reasons, Sonique or Kylie walking in, right? Because you know, ooh, girl, you got female. Oh, just it was so good, just, and it was so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was so good, and you know, I, uh, I think the fact that her hat fell off made me like her more. You know, that's the thing. That's the thing. And I thought of All Stars three of Trixie Mattel, like that hat was your inner saboteur. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love that it fell off and they were like, oh, get it later. Like, they didn't give her a shady edit. No. It was, oh, it fell off. First of all, I will say this. They didn't have to show that part. No, they didn't. They didn't have to. They could have just cut to her without the hat being hugged because later they showed her with the hat and it was back off. Yep. So I don't know what that was about. They just kind of showed that. But I want to go back to this entrance line because there's some nuance here. So it wasn't how RuPaul says it. Because if it was how RuPaul says it, it's, ooh, girl, you got female, right? But she says, ooh, girl, you got female. It, Do you hear it, the difference? Yes, it's much, more, <laughs> it, it's much more casual. And there's some... Am I Tyra Banks right now, smizing? I just... I, I mean, I, it, I, it's, I, a, it's a small <laughs> nuance, you know? You're, you're kind of Valerie Cherish holding the wig up to her hair. <laughs> And I'm, it's more strawberry, you know? Um, oh, see, it's very different. Yeah, yeah. yeah I feel like you, yeah. it's like Valerie and Mark looking at the paint samples on the wall, and they're like, hmm, you know? But I, and, and who knows if this line reading was because they made her do it like three times, right? And then this was the third time where she's like, you got female. You got female. <laughs> Just the even even the the vocal fry, I just enjoyed it. It was unexpected. She looked great. So you know that what to me when if we were gonna call this a challenge, the entrances. You can fight me on this. You can find another example. But Sonique for me was the most memorable. I think so. I certainly love the look. I you know I think it was a great entrance line. I'm I'm looking through the other names and I think yeah. She was probably the strongest entrance, I think. Um, Silky's Silky's was a gag Silky's, when she pulled out that cup of milk. Yeah, oh my she God. pulled out the milk. It was a bit, you know, <laughs> through the cookie, through the cookie. <laughs> it was a bit rehearsed, but like you know, it is what it is. Um, mm. She looked great. It was certainly a look. I uh, and I I don't remember Scarlett's entrance line, but. I did spend at least half the episode trying to remember who Scarlet or trying to figure out who Scarlet reminded me of kind of like on Canada's drag race. Lemon is sort of, uh, Andrew Rannells. Um, mm. well, Scarlet hasn't, has a lemon quality. Scarlet has lemon quality. I think I've narrowed it down, but Mary's and Mary, uh, help me out. I think it's Alicia Silverstone. I think that's what I'm getting. <sighs> 
Because there's how she moves her hair. Yes, and even the way she talks, especially in the Talking Heads, there's just this. There's something about it, but there might be somebody else. It's not the same. Like when I realized that like Lemon was Andrew Rannells, like my whole head exploded. This is just like a light sizzling. I think it's Elisa Silverstone, but I would love. No, I'm not feeling it, but I will look. I will look now. Yeah, and I'm putting uh, out the call. This is it. you know, who is. You know, who does Scarlet remind me of? Who does Scarlet remind you of? You know? Who said Scarlet? I saw you in what movie or TV show? Uh, right, right. Yeah, it's one of those calls. I I don't know. Um, you know, she, Scarlet, again, like, I just think Scarlet is fucking gorgeous. And the show doesn't doesn't know how to give it to her, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think it's early days. I'm calling it. I think it's early days. I think they've got, I, I just think. My feeling is that I, and maybe this is me being similarly very objective and unbiased and just looking at the facts, but um, I I really like Scarlett and I, I would like to see her go further, uh, much further. So mm. I just think it's early days. I just think it's like, you know, uh, don't worry, you're going to get plenty of her later, you know? I was talking with my friend D. Um, you know, D. I know from D. Chicago. Yeah. And um, I, I've probably mentioned this before, but her daughter is a huge Drag Race fan. And her daughter started watching the show when she was like seven, right? Um, now she's, you know, 10, 11 years old and, you know, grew up with some of these queens. And I, I asked T, I said, what is, like, who's Lucy rooting for? I was very happy to hear that Lucy is rooting hard for Sonique. Oh, good uh, choice. I Very good choice. But uh, two observations from lucy the 11 year old girl what are you a nine-year-old girl <laughs> um she lucy said that their faces look like melted candles all of their faces everybody's faces because <laughs> she, she was basically like basically for every queen she was like what happened to blank's face mm-hmm. that was her question to her mother um the other observation from d was watching lucy watch yara's act oh yeah <laughs> Oh yeah, Lucy had no idea. Lucy's eyes were wide and had no idea what was going on. <laughs> wow, I hadn't thought of that, but yeah, that would be. Um, it's not like it's one of those things where they Par- where we, Paramount Plus, Mary. It's Paramount, it's Plus, Paramount Plus, baby. Plus. That's Paramount Plus. <laughs> it's Power Paramount Plus, baby. I, you know, I will say this because we were talking about uh, this before we started recording, but I watched I watched it on Paramount Plus and then I watched it through the Amazon app. Because you once once it, once you have Paramount Plus and you're paying for it, you can watch it through Amazon. But here's the the real kicker: if you watch it through Amazon, they censor the curse words. Oh, but if you watch it through Amazon, you don't get commercials. Is that also correct? So, no, I still got still the thirty second thing at the start. Oh, because I was getting commercials. I got more than one commercial. Oh, break. you had to. You have to. You have to pay. You have to pay the nine ninety nine. I am. If you want, I am. Oh, then I did not get commercials. I don't know because I. I want. I. I know one of our Marys had offered me their Paramount Plus login, and I want to say Mary, it's very sweet of you. I bit the bullet. There. It turns out Kablam is on Paramount Plus, so I bit the it bullet. It is. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's like the first thing I checked. I already watched Nick Arcade and and Legend of the Hidden Temple. I watched a little Are You Afraid of the Dark? It was fun. Good. Uh, I was very disappointed to see that Roundhouse was in fact not Ooh, on Paramount Plus. Made such a point of it, and I did. And now I'm I'm pissed. Yeah. I'm, I'm pissed, pissed, boots. <laughs> 
pissed, Boots. Oh, God. Oh, no, that's bad. Oh, God. I don't want to get any hate mail. I don't want to get any hate mail. I'm pissed, Boots. Um, But, but, <laughs> stop it. I can't believe you just said that. So, <laughs> I couldn't help it. But, um, but I can't believe that they censor through one app and not the other. I thought that was odd. Maybe, you know, I'll, I'll keep an eye on it going forward, but yeah, um, that was odd. That's really strange. Yeah. Um, and the other thing that I didn't remember, because we didn't really recover it last All Stars, but there is an Untucked, which you don't expect. Yeah, and I didn't even know about the Untucked until I finished the second episode, and then I watched through all the credits, and then I saw the preview for the third episode, and then I, like, there's a little, you know, the, you know, title, like, you know, info bar on the screen of like, oh, check out Untucked episodes on Paramount Plus. I was like, there's more. There's yeah, even there's more. more, and then there were these untucked but episodes. Wait, there's more. Yeah, yeah. Um, the first this this episode's untucked. I didn't think was very um, memorable. I there, you know, yeah. it was cool seeing Coco come on out of her, you know, the van in her Burberry pajamas. Through. Yeah, it was. You know, uh, please welcome her. to the main her. stage, Diane Carroll. Uh, uh, it was great, sh- Coco. Uh, just so fucking phenomenal. We have not talked about the lip sync. Are we ready to go there? I am. I am. Yes. Yes, I am. Oh, wait. Can I say one more thing before we go to the lip sync? I, I feel like this is important. I feel like they have finally made it abundantly clear that they are casting their votes in a bathroom. I have been saying it for seasons. Yeah. Oh, no. Now it's very clear. I don't think it's a bathroom, Mary. I think it's a powder room where the bathroom would like be to your left or right through a door. I, there may not be a toilet right there next to them when they're dropping lip syncs in a box, but that is the ladies' room. There is a neon sign. There is mm. there's saloon doors. I feel like the toilets yes. are those onesies that you can kind of go in and do coke in, you know? Oh, absolutely. You can just, yes, that's where you go and do the coke. Yeah. That's right, Mary. How much coke are you doing these days? Oh, you know, I'm more of a Pepsi gal myself. <laughs> <laughs> How modern! Yeah, um, right. Uh, uh, yeah, no. Uh, you know, we'll talk about the lip sync in uh, just a second. I will say, overall, I didn't think this was the strongest opening episode, and that's why I was happy there was a second one to watch. Because mm-hmm. I, if if I'm being honest, I will remember the second episode a lot more than this. The most memorable part of this episode, I feel like, was Yara. Uh, and that wild uh, act. Yeah, right? those boobies. Um, yeah, yeah. I think so. And then maybe, and then maybe this lip sync. Um, what were your feelings on the choice of Uptown Funk as a lip sync song? I just I wrote down. Colin hates this song. Hated it. Hate this. Hate it. You hate this song because you imagine people having a good time at a wedding dancing to this. That's song. a big part of it. Yes, it is. Uh, it it's so, and I can't even think because there's that part. No, I I know it, Mary. Uh-huh. I know this aesthetic. This is what hap- What when this happens in a song, you hate it. It's there's this build up of like da 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 da, and then don't believe it, just watch, and then you hate the next part. I hate the next part, because you know that people go. People do their, they bring out their moves their moves. At that point. Their moves. And you're like, oh no, they knew this part. They all sung, don't believe me, just watch, which I still can't believe are the lyrics because I thought they were something else for the longest time. What do you think it was? Um, 
uh, now I can't even hear it. Don't believe me. Oh, it's like, don't believe me, just why? Like, uh, don't believe me, that's why? Like, it was that. Oh, okay. It wasn't like uh, a dirty, like, interpretation. Yeah, no, it's no, no. Don't charade. believe me, that's why. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, no, you hate that. Yeah. You hate that there is a drop, everybody says those words, and then they do... A frenetic a move, frenetic. too, because it's, yeah, it's like with little fingers uh-huh. or like a turn yeah, or some kicks. kind of funny like, walk. Yeah. There's like, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. you hate that. Yeah. You hate that. Mm-hmm. Maybe some kind of joke dancing with somebody, you know. Where right. It's a joke. Dance. Joke dancing. Yeah. Fucking joke dancing. Yeah. You don't like, I don't joke, like dancing, joke dancing. But you know what, Mary? I, don't have fun while you're will, dancing. My pants will be around my ankles if a hot guy is joke dancing. Wow. Wow. I mean, so like, wow, I mean. Uh. Because they, cause they're letting themselves be a little vulnerable. And I love that. You know. I'm, I'm the worst. You I'm are. Worst. It's because of quarantine. Yeah. It's because of quarantine. I, I, am, I am not. I am not. This is, this is gaslighting. No, it is, it is awful. It is cringy. I will not fuck that man. Um, I might fuck him. But I joke dancing. It's so... It's fine. I just don't want to see it. You know, it's like it's like gay people in the 1950s. It's fine. I just don't want to see it. You know? Oh my god. I I I don't know. There's something about the unabashed quality of people that are probably three drinks in and then this song comes on and they forget that they're in public. You know, I think that's for me, that's fun. I also think that this song has the. I think it's a good song. Um, I think it's you know it's uh, it was a good bop when it came out, and you know wide widely uh, acclaimed by you know basics and non basics um, just for this style alone. Um, but I, uh, you know, it, I don't know. I could see people killing it dancing to this song. Does that make sense? I think it. I guess if you do well, then then certainly. I don't know. I I think whether it be joke dancing at a wedding or as a lip sync on Drag Race, it's not my it's not my cup of soup as a lip sync on Drag Race. It feels a little lip sync battle, you know. I feel like Dwayne mm. the Rock Johnson should be cracking up somewhere in the room, and I just like I don't know. I I like my Drag Race a little gayer than this, you know. That's just a personal preference, okay. you know. All right. I hear you. I, I, I think that's a very valid point. This song actually isn't gay enough. No, yeah. it's not. I mean, I think the next episode, I was like, ah, that's better, you know. But I I like my drag race much faggier than this, you know. Yeah. Um, Coco, I will say. Coco with that dress and the little fringes. Finger fringing, I, yeah. Yeah, finger fringing with the, you know, the leg moves. I think Coco did what she didn't make me feel uncomfortable dancing to the song. Whereas I feel like there are cast members on this season that could have danced to the song and have been like, oh God, you're making this song worse. I mean, I don't know what Pandora would have done, for example. I don't know. I, I just like don't. I feel like she wouldn't either. I feel like she'd be like, I don't know what you want me to do with this. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. No, oh, right. this you're sucks. Right. Yeah. 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 Are you supposed to do this earnestly? Right. Or are you supposed to? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel like Coco found the right tone. It was like not. And it was. Yeah. I, I think. I don't know. It it was not the most. I think next week's lip sync is, or the next episode's lip sync was much more memorable. This one was fine. You know, I mean, yeah, I, okay, you're right. You know what I mean? Right. It was fine. Right. I think Coco did a good job. I don't think it was 
Yara's boob casually slipping out at the start, I thought was a really good yeah. play. Yeah, I, I love when a boob, I love a casual boob, you know? Yeah, casual boobs, absolutely. Um, Overall, this episode didn't, it didn't have enough drama. Um, You know, while, I, granted, I was sweating it out for Trinity, I really Oh, was. I'm sure. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if you, I wasn't sure if you knew of any spoilers before watching, but I did not know, so no, I was not sure. I only know one spoiler from this season, which we can talk about on, like, an Only Marys episode and keep it optional, but I do know what the game within a game is. Oh, interesting. Okay, I might want to know what that is. Okay. Yeah, I will tell you on a, a you know our Only Marys episode. It um, the game within a game. I'm very excited about. Oh, okay. Well, that's a good. That's because I was kind of thinking like, you know, they have the little you know the voiceover of Rue in the beginning of like, and there is a twist that's gonna twist these girls' tits so hard they're gonna look like fucking twisties. You know, twisting your tits. I'm here. twisting yeah. your tits here, and I was like, really? <laughs> like, what's it gonna be? They're all gonna like lip sync and see who gets to come back in the competition again. So I'm glad. Let's just say this: there was a uh, there was a producer that was brought on staff that was inspired by some other reality shows, and it's one of those things. And I think it's going to be very exciting. Survives. Um, I'm ex- I'm not going to say any more. I'll save it for the Only Marys episode where people can have the option to listen to it. And Marys, if you don't want to pay for Only Marys, you can certainly reach out to us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com, and I will tell you. Yeah. So if you want to know what the game within a game is and you don't want to look it up because you're afraid of other spoilers, um, don't do that. I found out what the game within a game was by accident. Somebody told me, and I was like, ah, spoiler. Okay, I'm glad I know. So it was one of those things. I see. Well, yeah. you know, and Mary, why would you not want to become a Matreon? What are you doing? You know? You know, times is hard, Mary, yeah. but, uh, you know, no, it's I okay. Know. It's yeah. Okay. It's okay. All right. Yeah. Well. Um, but anyway, I'm I overall kind of underwhelmed by this episode. I, I'm excited by certain queens. Like I said, I, I loved Sonique, um, the, the opening, and then... I loved Ginger in the reading challenge, uh, and I loved, 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 loved Scarlet Envy in the main challenge. Mm. I think she's one to watch. Yeah. You know, Serena, we didn't really spend too much time on Serena, and I feel like it's it's fine. I, I feel bad that she went home and she didn't get a week to have a, not a victory lap, but, you know, a, a morning lap um, mm-hmm. because Jiggly went home also. And I feel like Jiggly's elimination is, spoiler alert, um, is uh, kind of covering covering that up. Oh, uh, I agree. Serena going home. Yeah, I see what you mean. It's like in terms of the airing of the episodes, Serena going home really kind of got overshadowed by Jiggly going home. I think more more eyes were on Jiggly anyway. I think this was also probably for a lot of people who know Serena from just season five. It was like, oh, well, you know, consistent, you know. So I think uh, whereas there was more of an eye on Jiggly in terms of she was more well known and it was, you know, one of two trans girls on the on the season. So I think there was just like a little more, you know, I was certainly excited about Jiggly, but it's a game within a game, so maybe she'll be back in that blanket dress. Serena, Serena being on the season, the reaction is, huh? What? And then her going home first is like, oh. And that was it. And I, I feel like that was, you know, it's a disservice to that queen. But, you know, as everybody says, if you're the, the minutes you're on TV 
add up to something. And so for that, I'm like, all right, I'm glad she got the opportunity. Yeah, um, and she'll be back on. I mean, that's the thing with these All Stars episodes is like they're all at least going to be on for like two more episodes. I would say, you know, there'll be some episode right. where they're, you know, whatever it is. Like, I think it's a it's a great modification of these All Star seasons. Is that like when you go home, that doesn't mean that your exposure ends. You know. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. I don't know. The judging for All-Stars, Mary's listening, like it just has to be out the window. They this is a highly produced season of drag race. Like even more, I would say more than regular seasons. So you have to just kind of like look out for the stories, look out for the great moments, find the adult in the room, which is clearly Sonique. Um Oh yeah. That's what I'm <laughs> keeping an eye on that. I mean I I it's way too Did you see the untucked moment with Trinity and oh no, it was Yara. And maybe that was next episode and Sonique. Ah, just Sonique. Mm, Kylie, yes. Uh, I don't remember, but I, uh, yeah, it's much too soon to call even a BSA. BSA, I mean, mm-hmm. Pizza, Queen, Pizza Queen, narrator, tough. all of that. I mean, I have some thoughts on narrator next episode that I'll talk about, but Great. it's too soon to tell. Um, but I will agree. I think Sonique is certainly an adult in the room and, uh, you know. And a welcomed one. Absolutely. Uh, big shout out. One little stray flyaway. The conversation between Kylie and Eureka, I thought, went really, really well. That, like, oh, I'm more of a whale. Like, oh, yeah, that's a fish. It's a mammal. I, I thought it was very, very genuine and natural versus most of the footage of Jan interacting with some of these other queens where I felt like it was like, did they ask them to just walk over to Jan? Um, It was, it was odd because she's so new to the drag race world and and Jan herself will say it. She is such a fan. Mm -hmm. So there's this weird kind of, distance between a Yara Sophia and a Jan, you know? Yeah. I mean, you could even say the same about Trinity. I mean, I think she says the same thing in the second episode where it's like, I am, competing and fangirling at the same time right now and it's it's interesting it creates a certain tension that you know i think is real i think there are some queens in the room that feel way more prepared for this than other ones yeah i think it's gonna make for awkward reality tv in the workroom moments uh that are less genuine unless some of these queens start going home does that make sense Mm -hmm. yeah um the cast is so dis- disjunct. And and that takes time. I feel like the first episode is always like that, where it's just like, they're just, you don't really have a sense of how this cast fits together for a couple episodes. Yeah, I mean, and notably, though, there wasn't, there's no conflict outright between the queens. So, or like you know, like I'm thinking of Gia Gunn and Pheromone, right? They're not airing out that right away uh, at, at the start, which... I feel like was a trend with a lot of all-star seasons. It'll be interesting to see. I think, you know. Like, I got something to prove, mm-hmm. or this is my bone to pick. Like, this is why I'm back. They didn't do that. Um, right. But I think more and more, especially for an all-star season where these queens know the game, it's like you kind of know what kind of content to put out into, you know, on camera and not. You know, so I wonder how Here's hoping. I wonder how Here's much hoping. conflict there'll be, right? It's like Here's hoping. I think it's gonna be less. I feel like it's gonna be less because you can even tell from the judging. Mary, God, what a death sentence. The first thing they said to Trinity 
cute outfit. Mm -hmm. It was so like, oh my God, like you do not want any hate. Right. Um, I mean, I... And I'm glad they gave her the praise. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm glad they're giving these queens praise when they have something negative to say. I think that's right and fair. And it's so obvious. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, because they know, they've already experienced this, that, like, one second of, you know, of judging, one line, you know, Ross Matthews said that something was crafty and didn't hear the end Mm. of it. It's like, they know that it doesn't take much, and so, and I can't blame them, you know? He is so good, he is so good at the sugar coat. He's so good at a turn of a phrase, the church finish, but it was more of a church pew, that's that's a wonderful way to critique someone because it's also a joke. And it's like, okay, good. Yeah, I noticed with Ross, there was also like, you know, but, oh, Silky, you can really play the piano. I was like, yeah, oh, the right, kid right. gloves, the kid gloves. Like, we are just... I'm glad. I'm, I'm proud of him for, for, you know, adjusting. I think that's the right move. It's less distracting for the queens and for the fans. And, girl, if I was him on that judge, absolutely... Like, this is my livelihood. I don't want to turn out like a Jeffrey Boyer to Chapman. Are you kidding Mm -hmm. me? Jennifer Boyer. Yeah, she she made one or two comments about, you know, someone's butt, and it was over. So. Uh, I feel like, okay, I guess that was. That was the big one. Alona Verley. That was the big, the whole body shaming one. I thought that was Brooklyn doing that. Like you got to put makeup on that. We, they, nobody wants to I see that. I think they that. may have both. In any event, I don't want to yeah. dredge that up again. Yeah. Uh, in any event, I would Jimbo. Yeah, is, yeah I would anyway. not be surprised. Um, oh yeah, what did he say to Jimbo? And no, I'm saying, oh, I don't want to dredge it he again, said, up again. Uh, but get it. yeah, he said, he said, use it better, maybe. Use it better, maybe. Ugh. Um, yeah. Ugh. God bless him. He was making TV. God bless him. He was making TV. God bless him. He was yeah. just making fucking TV. It, you know. Right. And and I think the judges are realizing, okay, let the queens make the team. Yeah. 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 Um, well, we've got even more TV uh, to discuss. This is just one episode we are recording this week. We have the blue ball uh, to queen out on next. So... I'm Ooh, good to. You're, we're giving them blue balls by waiting for our discussion about. The yeah, blue but we're probably going to release them at the same time, so the blue balls aren't going to last long. You know, edge a little, honey. You know, mm. <laughs> use it better. Maybe. Use it better. Um, yeah. I. You know. Uh, I. I. I'm thinking in honor of the All Stars new theme song that maybe I'll remix the All Right Mary theme song for All Stars this season. We'll see. But yeah, we have another episode of All Stars coming out as well as Spain on the main feed. And I, I'm, I'm you know, we're, we're digging in. We're ready to go. We're halfway through, I think, Spain anyway. Yeah. Um, but we will be double dipping all week. You'll be getting some Drag Race episodes, whether you're watching All Stars on Paramount or WoW Presents Plus presenting uh, Drag Race Spain. Um, we highly recommend Spain. Spain has been uh, fabulous. Um, but Marys, if you have any thoughts on episode one, you can reach out to us uh, at All Right Mary on Twitter or All Right Mary Podcast at gmail.com. Or if you want, you can follow me on Twitter at Johnny Also One or on Instagram at Johnny Also. Uh, you can also reach out to us through our website, allrightmary.com or tasteofreality.com slash allright dash Mary. And, of course, you can hear more of me on my other podcasts in the details, A Celebration of Nuance, or Best Supporting Podcast, A Celebration of Supporting Actresses. I think I 
actresses, actresses. actresses. Uh, You're she's so sexy. Yeah, sorry, I was just thinking of Holly Hunter when I said that. Holly Hunter, uh, sexy. so sexy. You can also find me uh, not as Holly Hunter on Twitter at Collins Rucker, Instagram at Collins Rucker underscore. And we just told you all about you know Matreon, where we are. Uh, actually, we did not tell you anything about Matreon, which is our our Patreon only episodes. Where we have some very fun summer plans. We have so much drag race on the main feed. And uh, keep your peepers peeled for some news of what's going to be coming out on the Patreon shortly. But it will involve the beach. And it will involve a gym. and Maybe some tanning. Maybe a little laundry. Uh, um, hello. What else could it be? But anyway, if you want to find out and you want to listen along, just go to patreon.com slash allrightmary. The drag of the summer, Mary. Yeah. Um, well, we have a last chance lip sync in honor of all of these queens presenting their original drag race music tracks. We thought it would be appropriate to have a last chance lip sync that I feel, I don't know, maybe I'm alone on this limb, dear Miss Watson, but I, I love Monet Exchange's new song, Love Like This. Um, I think she sounds great on it. The video is equally phenomenal, um, but I think she sounds great. I think it's written and produced really well, and it, it, I, I'm a little confused that it's two songs within one, like at the end. But who cares? You know, do your thing, girl. Um, it, it's got a, it, you know, a nice little melody, and she sounds great on it. She doesn't sound like she's trying to like do anything weird. She's just a trained singer with a good ear uh, that can write a good melody. Um, so I, I'm a fan. So this is uh, a last chance lip sync. Love like this by Monet Exchange. Most important question: Does she hit the money note? There is no money note in this. Wow, no. it's pro bono, baby. <laughs> Her love is for free. Love like this comes for free. <laughs> money notes are usually saved for ballads. Uh, a, a good friend of mine was on America's Got, America's Got Talent this past week. And hit a money note at the end that got him the golden buzzer. And I'm so proud of him. But uh, that is a money note. If you want to see a money note, look up golden buzzer, Jimmy Harrod, America's Got Talent, and you will hear what a money note is. It's the last note he sings. Is that your friend friend, Jimmy? Yeah, it's my friend friend. Oh, my, my God. My only friend in Portland. Yeah. And now he's got the golden buzzer on America's Got Talent. Yeah, he's got the golden buzzer. Wow. <laughs> it was so exciting. Oh, wow, that's so exciting. <laughs> oh, well, look at that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I thirsted. Oh, my God, I was thirsting after Simon Cowell in front of him. And he, oh, God, uh, he was laughing so hard. I'm just like, oh, God, Simon Cowell. I would have said the most inappropriate things to Simon Cowell. <laughs> Mary, what was it before you were? Oh yeah, guys who joke dance and Simon Cowell. Keep your man. Keep your panties humid. Yeah, I. I know it's hot out there, but girl. Uh, you know it's hot up here. Yeah, a lot of. You know here. we're about to talk about the blue ball, but I think there's a couple other blue balls you need to take care of first. Is all I'm saying. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. Well, Marys, thanks for listening, and we'll see you in a little bit to talk about the next episode of All Stars 6. Uh, Tot scenes. <laughs> Imagine the whole world without me and you. If you met another me, baby, I can guarantee you would still remember me. And if your lips never touch my lips, but you still remember this. 
No, you never 